0: Hello and welcome to what we think is the third episode of <laughs> learning about crones with Catherine. We've done a lot of recording. We have let some of it out into the world. It's like fly my pretties. And some, of, <laughs> some, of it we, some of it is locked up in a vault somewhere which we'll figure out what to do with later. My name is Tosin <laughs> and I am the person who is learning about Crohn's. And joining me, you've guessed it, is Catherine who is doing the teaching about crones.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Hi. <laughs> Thanks for that.
1: Yeah, that, uh, so, yeah, so um, good to, to chat again. And I hope that this stuff that we've discussed so far, although perhaps not all that structured, um, <laughs> might be of use to somebody.
0: <laughs> it's Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, hopefully. Oh, hopefully we'll cover it. But this, oof, oh, I'm trying to think if this is... I'm thinking it, well, it's kind of like, well, Crohn's doesn't really follow a structure, does it? It just sort of like attacks whenever, so... <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely that. It kind of hits you like a tidal wave. And, and you're left thinking, what just happened? And, and yeah, how do I pick myself up from that?
0: So you're absolutely right. Yeah, I'm not sure if we're trying to associate ourselves with Crohn's or with fighting it. I'm getting confused. But <laughs> but anyway, so um, we have recently gone live. So you can actually now get learning about Crohn's or Catherine's from wherever you get your good podcasts. So be it iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Go into all of them. Tune in radio, search for learning about Crohn's with Catherine, you will find us. Now, Catherine, in the last one that we, the last episode we had, we were talking about you had broken how you started your treatment with Crohn's into phases. And mm-hmm. we were speaking about phase one. And the phase one that you had was all about cutting things out of your diet to figure out if it made a difference to to your attacks or to your episodes. What what word do you use? Attacks? Episodes?
1: flare-ups? Yeah, all all of the above. So, um, I would tend to sort of call it an attack or, um, yeah, a flare-up. Again, I think that's quite a good description. That's what it feels like. Mm. Um, So, yes. And, I think the whole thing about cutting things out was absolutely elimination when you're trying to make sense of, of what's going on and um, like with any inflammation in the body, you've got to think pain is a sign that something's wrong. 90% of the time, if we've got pain within our body, you know, there is the exception that if you've just been to the gym the day before, you know your your muscles are going to ache the next day. And that's, that's a different kind of pain. But on the whole, if you're feeling pain and you're suffering, you need to identify what it is your body's trying to tell you. Yeah. Um, so what we know is that we have a really intelligent immune system which is designed to protect us against foreign invaders Um, and sometimes with what we have here which is an autoimmune condition the body's releasing antibodies that attack itself and this is causing inflammation the inflammation is causing the pain and the other symptoms the fatigue um, and just all everything that goes with an autoimmune condition so even a medical, you know, very sort of, if you went into hospital, the first approach typically would be to strip everything back, to, to put a patient with this condition on nil by, nil by mouth, sometimes even on the kind of diet which bypasses the, um, the digestive tract and, and just gets the nutrients into the patient in whichever form they can without you having to physically eat and
0: swallow and, and
1: digest them.
0: Yeah, to just um, avoid the stomach.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and, and the bowel, um, specifically. Um, and also, then they would try to treat the inflammation. So um, that would be by using drugs that then dampen down that immune reaction, which, you know, sort of something like a steroid, like prednisolone, for example, which calms, it has a calming effect on the immune system and reduces the inflammation. And um, I think what they've recognized through medical science is that only about 30% of autoimmune conditions are caused by a genetic predisposition. So the rest would be down to environmental factors. Mm. So for me, unless you look at what's actually causing this immune reaction, what's causing the body to effectively kick off and shout and scream and say, look, I'm not happy, something's not right you need to listen to me, Um, you can get the treatment, but it's going to keep coming back. And and that's the philosophy that I ended up taking, um, you know, and, and that always made sense to me. It was just how, how did I go about that? And so the first step, as you say, was the elimination, cutting everything back, so that I could really sort of cleanse the area that was inflamed. And that's difficult when it's on the inside of you. But Um, Just to make sure that I didn't then keep putting in whatever it was that my immune system was reacting to and saying, "Uh, we've got an invader, we need to attack. Um, We've gone through, obviously, in the previous session... The way that I, I did that and, and the things that you can drink, like chamomile tea and the vegetable juices cleverly put together, which yeah. helped to, to cleanse the system. So, the next step would be having calmed everything down, and hopefully, over and I, you can't sort of say how long that's going to take for everybody. For me, it was within a, a week or two, I was starting to feel a hell of a lot better.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, following on from that, it was about starting to get the nutrients back in starting to build my body back up and finding ways that i could eat a lot more normally um without then bringing the symptoms back again so well, well, we're starting... calling phase two yeah yeah let's call it phase two yes yeah. um so it, it was about um it's slowly introducing a few more foods i kept a food diary um which sounds Incredibly boring, I suppose, but it helps you to be able to see. Ah, oh, I ate that. And you know, you sort of go through your day and you might eat something and completely forget about it. So um, it helped me to measure over a 24 to 48 hour period if I ate something new, effectively, um, was that having an effect? I still kept away from the five um, baddies, which were the dairy, wheat, sugar caffeine and alcohol um and at this stage still went for really low fiber so that i'm not you know sending my bowel to the gym effectively and saying right let's give you a great workout with loads of fiber that that would have been quite cruel it's still trying to get well so um high protein i i ate um things like for example lean protein like uh clean chicken and uh, tuna, things like that. When I say clean chicken, it's okay, you know, it's not fried. It, it's cooked in a way that's going to be um, least aggressive on the digestive tract, and no yeast as well. I think I mentioned that previously, but there's a lot of evidence that suggests that there is some kind of yeast reaction that could be um, having an effect on this this condition, and yeah. therefore to to cut back on the yeast. Um, is is going to help a lot and i could kind of go into that more but that starts to get a little bit complicated so (laughs) i I just found just avoid it um things that were really good i found were like um avocado banana uh if i wanted to eat fruit it was going to be stuff like stewed apple and pear rather than trying to tuck into uh, a fresh apple that's still got the skin on it which is going to be a little bit harder on the digestive system things that you know, like you'd give to a young baby so that you're not overworking um, that
0: mechanism. Yeah, before, and before then, it's ready.
1: Yeah, and things like baked sweet potato are fantastic because they're so packed full of nutrients, but they don't have things in them that are going to be triggers for that kind of immune reaction. Um, and then also I tried to concentrate, as I, I went on, with building up, my immune system so I wanted to be able to they they're saying that this is an immune system I, I don't know whether it's um, like a faulty or a weak immune system or whether in fact it's just very very strong and very good at doing its job and hence saying well there's a toxin and I'm, I'm gonna get rid of it but what we know is it is overreacting so for it to be healthy seems like a good call um, so i tried to make sure that i got b vitamins um again sometimes to take b vitamins you might be taking yeast products so be careful of how you get those b vitamins but obviously vitamin c is also great um and i continued with the the vegetable juices because they're so packed full of nutrients and vitamins and all the good stuff and you can digest them so easily but um Go on. Yeah, what I you going to
0: say? At, at any point, did you uh, employ the services of a nutritionist? Because a lot of the things you're talking about, feeding, about eating, it reminds me of something I was reading about. You know, Tour de France cyclists, like professional cyclists, mm-hmm. and what yeah. they and w- what they eat, and when, especially when you said like you know the clean chicken, it, it essentially they have the kind of diet that. I don't think I would want. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I, 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 I hear you. Yeah. I, I don't think I would want because it, it just seems like it's everything that they eat is just so. It, they don't. They don't refer to it as eating. They refer to it as refueling because yes. it's like everything that we're eating has a point. You're eating that because it's going to do this. You're eating that because it's going to do this. You're eating that because you're doing it. How about eating that because mm-hmm. it tastes good? No. What are you stupid? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And do you know what? You are so right. That's so perceptive. Um, and actually, there was a gentleman that I went to, which I can, again, I can give more information um, to originally to get the, the course of juices that I started on. Yeah. Um, and his slogan on the front of his, what would you, his juice bar um, is nothing tastes as good as healthy feels and i would keep that in my head constantly and i actually to some extent it sounds very dramatic but i feel like i had to reprogram my way of thinking yeah. about food and it was um when i used to get ill when i was a child the doctors would uh, at first they would say to to my mum because she'd say oh, god i don't know what to you know to give my daughter to eat she's everything i give her seems to be making her more poorly and they'd say well at this stage we just need to get calories into her and then the nutritionist would come and visit me in hospital and they would give me um with you know with the best will and intention boiled pasta or with kind of boiled fish and I guess they were just thinking um these are going to be very gentle on on you know the digestive system however of course there was Wheat in there, nothing, none of the food that they were giving was particularly enticing yeah. my appetite.
0: So do a think that, that was, a Do you think that that was like, um, at that time, it was a lack of understanding about Crohn's and a, la- a lack of... So, for instance, now, if somebody was to go to your nutritionist, do you think that it would be better now that people would be like, oh, yeah, actually, we now know a lot more about Crohn's and we know what what kicks it off? or do you think I that... really
1: hope so and yeah. i think that it depends on the nutritionist they go to and their and their philosophy and their approach um unfortunately even to the more latter stages when i was in my sort of 20s and i would speak to the consultants um and i'd say look you know i'm finding that although i'm still suffering with this condition i'm doing a lot better now than i was 10 years ago, and I'm finding that diet is a massive factor in that, you know, are you discussing that with your other patients. And on the whole, the consultants, as intelligent and, and you know, expertise as they were, would say, mm, no, 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 we don't, we don't really look into diet that much, because I guess that's not their field. They've no. come through the medical route, and they treat things with, with medication and and, and drugs. So,
0: no, not so much the convention. That, that
1: was quite a, a bone of contention for me because I felt like, no, you know, people need to know about this, and and as much as you're treating them with medicine, that's only actually dealing with the attack. That's firefighting. Yeah. What we need to be doing is trying to reduce what's causing it in the first place, and and stopping another attack further on down the road. So, you know, that's a big part of why I I said to you about doing this podcast is trying to get that across to people is that yeah you can take the the meds and it's great when they work and you feel better and how simple is it just to take a tablet in the morning or you know for some people it's about going in for an infusion of of a drug like for example infliximab which reduces the immune attack It, it throws a cold bucket of water over your angry flared up immune system but how about stepping back from it and looking at what's causing it in the first place yeah
0: um, how we can stop it happening
1: yeah um and and that's really where i'm at so for me a, a huge element of it as well was a breakthrough for me was understanding the relationship between the foods i eat and whether they make my body more alkaline or more acidic and I, again i covered this in the previous session and i i I swear by that now Um, I wholeheartedly believe that that was a massive factor in me getting better this was introduced to me by the gentleman that I went to at the juice bar and he was having success helping other people with other conditions some of them autoimmune conditions such as Crohn's colitis um, also things like uh, rheumatoid arthritis that's another condition which is all about inflammation it's about it's an autoimmune condition where again the body is attacking itself and and causing those flare-ups so for him to explain to me that I could help my body by eating things that were going to make it more alkaline um, and taking away the things that are going to make it more acidic and then therefore creating this fantastic harmonious environment for my body to heal and then stay healthy that was like, wow, that was what I needed to hear. um, And that's what I wanted to to pass on to other people. Um, So I think going back to what we said at the beginning of the conversation, it's not a one size fits all and it's not a very structured approach because different things are going to help different people and different things are going to make it worse for, for people. However, if you basically follow the line of, let's cut back and and figure out, you know, let's cleanse everything, give the body a chance to stop reacting to whatever's being put in that is causing the problem. Um, And then let's start trying to move it to move the body towards an alkaline state, which we know is a happy place for it to be able to heal, that's going to induce healing and, and reduce the inflammation attack. And then let's build the body up let's get you feeling really healthy and energized and and fit which for one is going to feel amazing if if you've been feeling under par for a long time but two is also going to give you if you do then sort of do anything which might trigger another attack or maybe some people think that stress is a huge factor in any of us getting ill you know heart attacks cancer But if your body's feeling really fit and healthy, you've got a better chance of getting through any of these things. COVID, you know, for someone who's fit and healthy, you're probably still going to get it. And there's people that still will get very poorly with it. But if the benchmark that you're starting from is is a healthier place, then I I dare say you've got a better chance of getting better from it. Yeah, Yeah. it's just logic, isn't it? Um, So I think really that that kind of sums up what i've learned um people might say well you know how will i know that that i've got inflammation they they can do tests if you started to get the symptoms then they'll do tests in the hospital like a crp test which detects the inflammation um it's crp it's a protein that's that's made by the liver um and if that's raised that means there's inflammation in the body there's An esr test which they'll do which is about the erythrocyte sedimentation rate and about how quickly that happens again that would indicate inflammation within the body and also if your white blood cells are raised that means that there's potentially an infection so there's we know that the science is saying if you're feeling unwell and you're exhibiting these symptoms you go to the doctor and they do these tests what they're detecting is inflammation we now know through diet and through um treating our body really well i think another factor that's that's really vital in understanding is rest and and sleep i think we all live in a society where we push ourselves and we're almost trained to do that from quite a young age you know we're told by our parents you've got your tests coming up you've got your SATs, you've got your gcse's your a-levels work hard um stay healthy go out and exercise and all these things are really important for our mental health and our physical health but we also sometimes we tip that the other side and we, we push ourselves too hard or, or we don't get enough fresh air we don't sleep well we, yeah. um, so I think it's a really holistic approach and for me I have to do all of those things to keep myself well and I think you know what what you're saying about the the cyclists and how the way that they eat is to maintain health you don't have to take it back to that extreme. If You're not wanting to, to join in a, you know, Olympic cycling race, but if you, you use that fundamental of what I put in, the way I treat myself, sometimes I think, you know, we treat our cars better than we treat our own bodies. If there are warning signs <laughs> that are going off saying, uh, you know, not feeling too great, listen to them, slow down, try and address what's going on and then put the right things in behave in a way that is going to give you a fighting chance of of not getting unwell and of of staying healthy um so some of that's probably just you know it is common sense but i think it's very easy for us all to get into a pattern of not looking after ourselves and not actually listening to our bodies when they're telling us that that something's not right
0: yeah yeah that well 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 yeah that sounds good <laughs> so so you so it's like so if we're going to summarize phase two we're going to say phase two is oh uh, so you have you've dealt with the original thing you've cut things out to make sure that everything is um, so you've cut things out to get things back to almost sort of like a neutral state and then mm-hmm. you start building that up to and putting things in with you keeping a food diary was a key thing to figure out what have i put in that has messed up the neutral state.
1: yeah yeah um, and just remembering about in exactly the, the way that you said sort of with athletes trying to eat and, and look after your body in a way that it is something special um, and it is quite complicated and intelligent. But if we work with it, so, for example, if we try and keep it in an alkaline state by the things that we eat and drink even things you know i personally don't like to drink tap water um some people are like why would i buy water when i've got it right there from the tap but Mm. you can buy spring water that is a high ph so that's potentially going to be a higher pH than the stuff that you get out of the tap. Even that in itself, we drink, we should be drinking a lot of water through the day. That's cleansing our bodies. That's helping them to work in every function that we, that we carry out. And if that's a higher pH, that's one of the quickest ways that you can be keeping your body in that alkaline state. Just adding some lemon or lime juice to that water, again, is going to help to alkalinize the body. Um, the foods that we eat, read about superfoods and um, some really basic things that are available to us at the supermarket that we might just walk past every day that we could be eating quite easily as a snack instead of perhaps, you know, that goes to a biscuit or a packet of crisps or a piece of toast or whatever it might be that seems very innocuous but actually could be making our bodies shout and scream at us in the long run.
0: All right. Okay, so we have been focusing, obviously, on what you did to get... But let's... Because one of the big things for me, one of the big things for me with you is that there is the success story of the fact that you handle life, if, if you'll excuse that. You handle life quite well now. Like, it's it's not something that is big. I mean, I think uh, I was listening back to one of our previous episodes and you were talking about how your kids were like, oh, mom, I can't remember the last time you, you were ill or anything. So... <laughs> So, it, so I'm guessing that that, and so I always like to focus on the good thing, on the the light at the end of the tunnel. The look at me, you've got life, you have kids, you. These are the things that I think a lot of people, when they're in the middle of, well, like, especially teenagers, when they're in the middle of like the crones, sort of battle trenches, one day will ever happen to them.
1: Yeah, and and, and no one can ever under, underestimate how important it is to have a focal point of. where where am i trying to get to and is that even possible yeah um so yeah thanks Tosin. you're absolutely right it is possible so our life now um i'm happily married um i met my husband 20 years ago and um we have three amazing very healthy intelligent kids very lively sometimes too lively for us (laughs) um and we have um two little dogs we've got a horse and um and a hamster as well into the bargain and we're very active um so we're always out and about and and doing sports and and kind of you know kayaking or um going out on um, bike rides and things like that um i run my own business so absolutely i've got the energy that i need to live my life and actually what what i went through in my younger years I think on the whole, it's given me a better approach to life. It's given me, it makes me feel really glad every day when I wake up and feel well. Yeah. Um, and you can't buy that. So, you know, would I would I go through it again? I, I, I wouldn't wish to, to wake up and feel that way tomorrow, but the experience has, has taught me a lot about life and, and how you approach it. So uh, yeah, I, I would absolutely say to anyone who's suffering right now, there is light at the end of the tunnel um i I hope that the words that that we've discussed help in some way and if there is any other information that i can pass on whether that's the gentleman that originally put a juice program together for me i happily pass on his details so that people can get in touch with him and order their own um or just anything that that people might have questions about I'd, i'd be really happy to help
0: Cool. Thank you very much. Now we always try and keep these things to run about twenty minutes, and I have just thought of a whole new area I want to ask you questions about. So we'll try and leave that for the next episode. And it's all about, <laughs> and it's all about how, living with it now. Living it with it now. I I have questions as to oh, like for instance, I was like, oh, when did you stop keeping a food diary? Is everything that you do now from what you learned in your teenage years? I have loads of questions, but <laughs> but we will stop that. We'll see whether we can carry on that or with next week. And in the meantime, all I'll say is, Catherine, thank you for helping me learn a little bit more about crowds.
1: Oh, pleasure! And I'll speak to you
0: next week. See
1: you next week. All right. Bye. All right.
0: Take care. Bye. bye.